0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Boys, Season 1, Episode 4, it's called The Female of the Species. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. So this episode does not top the the uh, Make-A-Wish scene, that is still the funniest scene in the, the season. Uh, however, I think it does have a strong contender for number 2 of Which the one? season. Um, Which well, one? I guess we'll start with the deep plot then, because we have to talk about Space Girls and uh, a dolphin. Um, again, not as yeah. funny as the Make-A-Wish stuff, but I was laughing hysterically. It's, it's not, uh, to be scene. fair, the Spice Girl speech as
1: an overall thing is is just kind of up there in top three moments for sure. Well, see is a
0: thing, though. I saw that in the trailer, so um, I'd heard it all I before. I did not. I'd heard it all before, Um Amusingly, the music was actually used better in the trailer because it went into like a montage of action, while the Space Girls played. As opposed mm-hmm. to this, where it just cut to the Deep in a van that was playing in the background. Yeah, I feel like it should have co- uh, the song should have been saved and come back
1: later in the episode.
0: Yeah, I, f- when, it was, I f- when it was with you know the, the boys rather than just the Deep. Yeah, I'm not sure what moment in this I'd have put it on, but yeah, the, the, I mean hey, whatever. Uh, so the Deep is in therapy. He's feeling under underappreciated. Um, so him like coming up with this plan to like save a dolphin because he wants to save dolphins he wants to do something good that he feels he, heroic he, about
1: he's against uh sea world whatever they call it here
0: it was ocean land which i because i heard ocean land like, what do you mean ocean land that's an oxymoron what are you talking about um but ocean land and we find out when he goes to uh stillwell to to ask her, oh is it okay if i do this thing she's like no we have a an endorsement deal with with them you, you, you,
1: you're, you're the main spokesperson you did the the ads.
0: yeah we see it later on we see him on tv like promoting uh ocean land um but so he takes it upon himself to just do a one-man little mission where he saves one dolphin <laughs> one dolphin who
1: seems to have a thing for him
0: who has a thing for him the entire scene is the dolphin you know obviously it's kind of kind of like one of those things where they're talking to a puppet and you don't hear the other side of the conversation we just hear the deep go no we're not doing that right now okay if I touch it will you leave me alone ultimately the scene ends with um, him having to break uh, because of the police fan shows up The police fan shows up and he has to break and the best part of this is that we hear the song the space girl song in slow motion as the dolphin is flying out the the windscreen in slow motion it was like if you wanna be my lover it's, it? it's
1: it's the way the dolphin turns and looks at him as well,
0: and <laughs> it's going through the air. That's not even the funniest part, though. The funniest part is after it lands, a truck comes and runs it over and squishes it. <laughs> dolphin goes everywhere, and that's uh, it's funny because the deep has failed and has won heroic goal, which was to save one dolphin. He has instead got the dolphin immediately completely obliterated. The,
1: the dolphin is way worse off than it was half an hour ago.
0: Yes, yes, the dolphin is is categorically worse off than it was half an hour ago. There's no no debating um, in any sh- way, shape or form. Uh, so, that was his subplot. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. That was that his was subplot.
0: Um, but what I think is fascinating to me about this episode is that it counterbalances that with the other subplot, which I think is the most seriously dark the show has gotten. Um, and that is Homelander and Queen Maeve going to save this plane. Yeah. And uh, This plane that's been hijacked, it's a Transatlantic flight from I think it was Paris to uh somewhere in the US. Um, uh, yeah,
1: I assume the US because that's why they've got the alert.
0: Presumably, yeah. Um well I not presume. They mentioned the site it was going to. I just can't remember what the site oh, was. Oh yeah, I
1: can't remember. So
0: um so they go out and it's like, okay, and still was like, hey, you, this is an international waters, so if you go and save this, then this will be good PR for our bill going through to get you in the military, right? To get you on the first response kind of thing. So you go out there, you save the day. Good PR, great. They fly out and they take out a couple of the terrorists, and they're like, "Hey, okay, right." Everyone, everyone's cheering and clapping, and you know he's, and he's waving and all the rest of it. And then they go to the cockpit, and there's a bit of a standoff with the one hijacker who's left with the pilot. And, yeah, the
1: the co-pilot's already dead.
0: Yeah, because uh, yeah, we see like those various like you know crew members dead, you know various yeah. uh, flight attendants or whatever, and. The, the hijacker shoots the pilot in the head and Homelander, in sort of an instant reaction, just re- reacts with heat vision, which completely messes the, 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 the pilot controls. All the yep. all the controls are done. And it's like, oh well, that's the plane going down. Um, and Maeve quite rightly says, okay, you're, I mean, she doesn't say that exactly in a dialogue, but essentially what she says is, okay, you're Superman, go out and... Go, go catch the plane. Go catch the plane. He's like, ah, I don't know that, you know, not right, right, right.
1: I, I love this. his logic was like, not- there's nothing to stand on to, to lift against, and she's like, "Just fly at it fast." He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll just go straight through it."
0: Yeah. See, so here's the thing: I, I don't know if the show is trying to tell me that this science holds up and he's actually being right with this, or if he just legitimately doesn't want to bother like trying.
1: A, I think it holds up if you assume his flight is an extension of the strength. You know, he kicks off, uh, and you know, so he has to kick off the ground i've seen him to, hovering though to, no exactly that's my point is i think yeah. that's the only way that plays
0: because because he was hovering at the end of episode one or two wherever he, wherever he took it down the other plane he was kind of just hovering as he was using yeah. so he can clearly just levitate like he's not so yeah um i don't buy it he just because then she's like okay we'll fly everyone out one by one there he's like 123 times uh, Come ah, on, screw now. that yeah he's basically just like i can't be bothered let's just go and it's kind of heartbreaking because he keeps you know smiling at everyone saying, oh everyone's everyone's gonna be okay you're all gonna be saved don't worry about it and there's this little girl like, asking him and stuff he's like oh you'll be fine and maire's like no don't do this seriously save people and then she's like okay we'll just take the mother and daughter we'll take the daughter and her mother Right? right let's take these two at least and he's like what well, so they couldn't tell everyone that we let everyone die come on let's not do that and he yeah. is like as awful he has been up until now this is like the darkest possible thing he's done So far, I
1: I think the the moment uh with the TV cameras after is worse, but it's pretty bad. Like the the moment where you know they're all running up trying to like you know begging him to save him as he's at the door. Yeah, and you know the the heat vision comes on, and he's like you know you know sit the f down or I'll
0: f and laser you. Yeah, (laughs) he he, at this point he's dropped the charade and he's just like no, I am going to kill you if you if you try anything. Just sit down, Uh, leave me alone, you filthy peasants. Is basically his attitude and sure and Maeve reluctantly goes with um but you know for, there's a good moment there where she's holding the hand of the little girl and and homelander's hand and she's like deciding like do i you know like can can she survive the fall if she grabs the little girl and like dives down back ho- first ho- could, she, could she, ho- she homelander does not seem to think so because he says don't die with them it doesn't seem to think so no but i'm wondering if she's thinking is it worth the chance like could it like yeah. maybe i could like uh,
1: no i think she's weighing up the possibility and ultimately Figures that maybe she she probably can't.
0: Yeah, but she doesn't seem to know for sure. It's one of those things where until a superhero actually does a test that big, like do they know they can survive a fall that high? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So it's super dark, and like you say, yeah. There's the the even the other part of it afterwards where they're on the shore. We see like you know cases and like little kids dolls. It's yeah,
1: it's that girl's doll.
0: Yeah, Mave's like heartbroken and you know filled with guilt, and Homelander, you know security man, cameras spin it yeah come up and they're like hey hold oh on do you gotta come that." this don't have to happen you know we got here three minutes after it went down because we weren't informed because we weren't the first responders and yeah you know and like if, we, is... if we were in the chain of command no, But here's the, thing. Here yeah, here's the thing though even before you says chain of command i actually thought it went too far not from like a, a writing perspective of the show but just in the sense that i feel like just saying if we'd if we'd gotten the call first we could have been here is actually all he needed to say. But he went further than that and actually made it very clear what his point was Because at that point, I think his point was clear at that point. His point was made, right? But instead of just leaving yeah. it that, if you want to call that subtle, I don't know if I would, but if, instead of leaving it there, he's like, no, if, we, you, know, if you get us into it, if you call your Congress talk, tell them yeah, to no, put us in.
1: He, he's, not tr- he's playing the act of, he's so distraught and desperate to stop this again that he's willing to just say it. I think that's the act he's going for.
0: What's interesting to me, though, is that when he says, right, Maeve, at one point during all this, she kind of just gives a half-hearted nod. It's like she, she barely sums up the character. You know, she she can't put yeah. it on like he is. Um, no, so. uh, she's she's not in the right frame of mind. He, she's genuinely upset. And while Selwell, as far as we know, doesn't know what happened on the plane, at least not yet, um, she comes off really dark in this scene as well, because when he starts spinning it, Cause she's at first oh, she, lo- my boy. yeah, at first she looks upset because this failed and it didn't work. But as soon as he starts spinning, it, she gets this smirk on her face and she's like leaning into the TV and it's like, okay, right. So maybe you would have a slightly different opinion if you knew what he'd actually done in the plane and that they chose to let people die. I'm not, sure, I'm not convinced she would. I don't, but- I, don't
1: I don't think she would. <laughs>
0: other people might but possibly she might possibly she might but even on this without knowing that this is still dark as shit in her behalf that she's like oh he's spinning this great who cares about the 120 yeah. people dead uh this um um th- this was a a wonderful scene like th- i mean this was a wonderful scene but the scene in the plane was wonderful to me because this show has done a really great job so far of balancing lots of tones in a way that i was not expecting beforehand and i think this really brought in the horror of like what if someone like Superman was an evil dick? Like you know, what if he was this malicious? You know, do, do under you know, the surface, do you know,
1: as as over the top as this show is, these points here, this is what Man of Steel wanted to be. Of what? What if Superman was just terrifying?
0: To your point, I don't, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say it's what it wanted to be. Because okay,
1: but in in the sense of you know, uh, you know, everyone there is afraid of what he could be. sure oh yeah yeah no 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 no. it's it's, it's, everyone under the assumption that this is what it's
0: playing on some of the same themes that it wanted to play on but i I don't think it's what man of steel wanted to be because i don't think there was ever there was never an intention in man of steel to actually like have him be any of those things it was just purely about the people would be scared that he might become this thing
1: yeah i know i think what what i mean is is it it plays it as if everyone expects superman to be homelander Uh, that's what man of steel was trying to do
0: yeah, but that's why I think just saying it's doing what Man of Steel and what it to be is, is not the right thing to say because it's sure. you know there's a comparison to be made, um, but I think the comparison is better suited with I don't know probably Brightburn. I've not seen that yet, but
1: <laughs> from the trailer, yeah. Sure. Yeah,
0: and Brightburn was a satire of what Man of Steel was, uh, although yeah. from the trailer not for the exact same reasons. But I mean, I can I can give more of a nuance to thought in that once i've seen the movie but um uh yeah so no you know this is the thing you're talking about juggling tones we have this in the same episode as the goddamn dolphin we do and that's what i'm talking about is that it never came off as jarring it felt natural to the show that it did both these things it does it has the heartfelt moments it has the dark moments like this it has the, the the absurd comedy the absurd satire and i think that's the other thing that is I mean not to just sit and bash the Snyder superhero movies here, but um, you know that was made of, like the claim was and the defense of those movies from a lot of people is it's a deconstruction. Here's the thing: if you want to deconstruct superheroes, you do Watchmen, or in this case, you do The Boys. And by that, what I mean is you create new superheroes that can take elements of the superheroes you want to like comment on without actually taking and- them in. Like there's a reason they can be so obviously who they're supposed yeah, to be. But there's a reason falls into parody. There's a reason why you don't just do this with Superman and Batman. You do it with characters that are clearly representing Superman and Batman. Because yeah. I don't want to see Superman and Batman doing this. Superman and Batman are, are what they're supposed to be. And that, Yeah, it's weird. Oh, like, like it's usually, fine anyway. when there
1: are comics doing those things because there are so many Superman and Batman
0: comics, right? So, you know, having one comic doing the deconstruction... Well, even even, even forgetting like the idea that there's so many comics, the idea that in comics we have built in systems that we just understand. Like, we have things called Elseworlds, we have things yeah, that are set out of continuity. Yeah. Movies don't have that. Movies, uh, you know, they reboot every so often, but there are TV shows that reboot every so often and you get new versions, but ultimately they're meant to be in the continuity at all times. So it's frustrating in... I mean, maybe the argument would be different if Snyder had actually pulled it off successfully and did do a proper deconstruction of the characters. Now, given that we didn't have a good Superman movie in decades, I didn't want a deconstruction, I just wanted a good Superman movie. <laughs> but... Yeah, I think we'd we'd still be disappointed that we didn't have a Superman movie, but we wouldn't be angry. <laughs> we'd be like, well, at least it's still a good movie. There'd still be quality there, but the quality's not there. Is there. Yeah. Zack Snyder doesn't know how to deconstruct anything. uh he maybe, doesn't know how to construct anything, let alone deconstruct. I mean maybe maybe you can do uh the Ikea DIY, maybe you can do that. Like can get get a flat pack up.
1: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I imagine he has to really complicate it though. Either that he has to throw away at least six like screws and be like, right. I'm deconstructing this, I'm
0: doing it a different way. I'm doing it my way. Uh, if only someone could hire him the Ikea instructions for making a superhero movie. <laughs> Number one. (laughs) Read some of the comics first. (laughs) Number two.
1: (laughs) Read more than one comic, not just Dark Knight Returns.
0: Yes, yes. Um, Anyway, so that that was a a rabbit hole to get in. But um, I loved all this playing stuff. Um, It showed that that we are dealing with some of the horror of this in the park. I I think, obviously, some superhero uh, deconstruction and satire can be an elevation of a real thing, right? So the thing with the deep and the power uh, hierarchy is very much just no. I mean, this. I mean, there, this is something that does happen with you know men who are in power and and you know female employees. It yeah, totally I does. Mean,
1: it, I, I assume this is mostly kind of taken from the comics. But obviously, it feels more relevant than ever following the the, the Me Too movement. Like yeah. last year. a nah, year before that. Now I think yeah, yeah, might be. Me a uh, point. Time, time's weird. I, I, I was just saying, you uh it's you know, I I the the comics have been around for a while, so you know, it feels, you know, pretty um sad that it's just, you know, it's it's taken this long for it to feel even more relevant.
0: Oh, I mean I mean, hell, how many times we watch a movie from the fifties and go, it's sad how relevant everything in this cell is. Like Yeah. It happens yeah, all the true. time. Um so and to to be fair to the boys, I I I think I, don't, I actually think it is, it is more of a social commentary than it is a superhero satire, even though there is obviously superhero satire in oh, there. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, but I think it's saying more about people than it is about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. No, so I, again, uh, superheroes just represent people with power, you know, and in the real world, that power means, you know, yeah. people who own companies and people who are high up in, like, the government and things like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: this, this shows a lot more blatant with it than other things could be, given that it is dealing directly with, you know, a corporation running
0: everything with the superheroes. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, no, so it's balancing all these tones wonderfully, which is... Very yeah. impressive. It's you, the most you, impressive thing about the show is how it's balancing all these different facets of itself. You
1: have to give, uh, I think, you know, some credit needs to be given to Amazon for allowing as much as what it does in this show because it is
0: some pretty intense scenes. Pretty intense scenes. It's pretty slick as well. Uh, it doesn't feel super low budget, you know, because there's a lot of yeah. effects with various, um, various superhero things. I but did it, see
1: that. There was, uh, in the entire season, there was only one scene Amazon said, no, no, no we're cutting that one.
0: Yeah, good on them. I mean, clearly it means, okay, we've got a lane as a company, but we're not just going to start taking everything out because we're being squeamish.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, no, no. You know, like I say, there are reasons that we will say no at some point because that, that is their job. But, but I mean, otherwise it is a hard R in terms of... Oh, definitely. Of yeah. And Amazon are very okay with that. And they're, they're actually promoting this one, which is nice to see.
0: <laughs> they are. It is nice to see. Um, like everything we watch from them. <laughs> i mean i get why they didn't promote the ref and one though, no, just because they know that most people are going to hate it this is this yeah. is for the niche people this is for the art house people and no one else I know, I know and the same with with uh homecoming as well yeah which you know obviously it's no surprise those are two of them, our favorite things that amazon have done obviously not it finished did, yeah we're not finished till die young yet admittedly but i mean there's there's going to be high on the list like yeah but it just hurts that, that that some of the best quality things that amazon has made
1: they're not even bothered about letting people hey. watch
0: to be fair, I mean, I've not watched season two yet. I mean, we didn't cover se- season two because of uh, the schedule and stuff. But I really like The Tick. And I think it's interesting that Amazon now have a second superhero satire that I really like. They did. Admittedly, they did cancel The Tick. They did after it. season two, yes. Um, I think The Boys does have a bigger appeal or a broader appeal, though. It does. And I know that um that, that they're already
1: talking about things they've got planned for season three. Apparently, there's a... You know, there's a a famous orgy thing from the comics that yeah. they've got planned for season 3 and,
0: and just just in case, uh, I'm sure we did mention this in one of our reviews, but just to clarify season 2 has been renewed already, season 2 is already a go
1: yeah, I, I think we mentioned that in the very first one, because it happened before it even aired.
0: Yes, yeah, so it happened with the final trailer, uh, it was like two days before it aired um, yeah. it came out um, so just, just worth mentioning that, I think, again, just reiterating it, because it's the sort of thing, because season one's only been out for, like, less than a week at this point, or basically exactly a week Um, by the time this goes up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, season two's already a go. So, so they're, they're, they've thrown support behind it. Um, And if the quality keeps up for the rest of the season and keeps up into season two, I am more than happy to keep Uh, you know, the quality between this and, and uh, Preacher is night and day, you know, just, just in terms of uh, yeah. you know. And, and from what I get, it's a lot of the same producers as well i will seen producers, but I wonder, you know, Eric Kripke's the showrunner on this, and he's got... A, he's... That,
1: that probably helped, having someone with a lot
0: of a, a talent. And his, and you know, Supernatural talent. was a solid show, and, you know, We Like Timeless, which he co-showrun with, um... Oh, God. I can't remember his, that guy's name right now. I uh, think yeah. oh, it was Sean Ryan. Was it Sean Ryan from The Shield? Yeah, yeah it was. It was, okay. Um, I, I knew it was two showrunners I liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that. Uh, so... Hey, I mean, maybe if, if Kripke, because I know a lot of uh, producers and writers are signing these overall deals with places now, um, I don't think mm. Kripke has one with Amazon yet, but it wouldn't surprise me, if he if he's happy with the experience of working on this, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up doing so. Yeah, and if he only
1: had one thing cut out of eight episodes, I imagine he is relatively happy.
0: Oh yeah, given the, the extreme nature of the content of this show, I imagine he probably is quite happy that only one thing got, got to know. Yeah. Because I wonder if he went into the meeting, right? He's like, "Okay, this is the meeting. Where we talk about what we're going to do from the comic." And I wonder if he went in with like a list of ten things, and he said, going they're going to ask about, they're going to demand these ten things be changed," and then walk out going, "Only the one." All right, okay. Yeah, apparently it was
1: something they actually shot. He, uh, I, I won't. So it, you know, for, for the sake of oh, yeah, spoilers, yeah. You, know, you
0: know,
1: it is something they shot. It, you know, it existed, and Amazon went, "Do you know what?" No, and he was saying, "You know, he's he a little disappointed because he felt there was a reason to have it, but
0: overall." one thing's not bad in a show of this nature. Yeah. Um, I don't think Amazon Prime do, like, Blu-ray releases for their shows, but if they did, that'd be a hell of a deleted scene to throw, <laughs> throw on there. <laughs> it really would, because um,
1: it was from episode two, uh, but I recommend you go and find the interview and, and read this about the scene, because it's... That, that would have been something. And you never know, they
0: might... Yeah, don't spoil it because they might like sort of rework it and do a different version of the same thing on a future season. Exactly. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mention what it is unless people want to go find out themselves. Uh so the main plot of the episode though uh is the boys are staking out where uh train you know, they've they've got a from his girlfriend who's I think, uh, Popclaw. What was it? That? that was it. I knew yeah. it was something claw. Uh she she like doesn't know exactly where he gets the the compound V, but she knows it's in this area because he always brings back these pastries or something from it's this noodles from from the from the yeah the bakery or whatever, um, and they're staking this out. They've not found it in a while. Uh, Billy goes to see, uh, CIA lady again, or FBI as FBI lady, whatever. What organization no, CIA. was it? CIA. Um, and basically says, "Hey, we've got this. We've seen evidence of this compound V." And she's like, "Look, if you bring me hard evidence, you actually bring me the serum. Um, great. Maybe we can talk." But until, until then, then there's know. not much I can yeah. do. That said, I did love her being like, uh, "So, uh, translucent has been missing for a little bit. Uh, would you know anything about that?" It's like, "What the the sea bomb's invisible. It could be in that corner right there, uh, knocking one out for all we know." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I think what I love most about that is that is exactly what translucent has been doing. You know,
0: ninety percent of this show when he was alive. Yeah, we knew was he was that. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it <laughs> was a really funny line. Um. Carl Urban is swearing very well in this show. Some sometimes excessive swearing can bug me, but he knows how to deliver the lines to make it work. Yeah, he sounds like a natural Englishman. Um,
1: with 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 regards to the swearing. Yeah, is he meant to be English? Because a little bit of his uh, he is meant to be English. He's definitely meant to be English. Okay. The, the, the Kiwi sometimes comes through a touch. It uh, does or, a bit. So I wasn't it, sure if New he was West. just
0: meant to be New Zealand or yeah. No, no, he's definitely meant
1: to be English. That's fair.
0: I mean, he's done a pretty good job with it. I mean, honestly, it's one of those things where I'm just used to it being his voice now that...
1: Yeah, no, it's not yeah. flawless,
0: don't get me wrong, but it's pretty good. And as like I said, it's it's the,
1: you know, the, the, the way the... Well, it's, the, it's entertaining,
0: because it. I've, uh, I've spoken to people in the past about the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer, and they've complained... I'm pretty sure you've spoken about this in the first episode of this show's review. I don't think I did... You did. I'm sure you did. Not the point I'm about to make. All right, carry on. Not the point I'm about to make, but I've spoken to people who have had a trouble had trouble with Spikes' accent in that show. And hang on, yes. I know you
1: did because this this was the first episode when we were talking about Carl Urban's accent here, and it's the way it's it's played up, but it but it's this not not necessarily a real version of the accent,
0: but it works for that character. Okay, sure, but I did not make this specific point though. Is that I've met people who had a problem with that accent at first because it feels like this, oh, it's like a TV British accent because it's not really quite specific to him, right? Um, But you kind of forget after a while, and you get used to that just being his voice because he's so damn entertaining. You know, his delivery of lines on that show is fantastic. He's really funny. Like, you know, when he starts saying things like, um, you know, someone's in the ceiling, and, you know, things like that are, you know, like Spike's a very quotable character on that show, right? And Carl Mm -hmm. Orban's kind of the same thing here. Now, admittedly, because we, we... Curb harsh swearing on this this review. We can't we, quote we, a lot of are. these lines. <laughs> it's a little disappointing because there are some great lines. <laughs> There's some great lines, um. But for the sake of making sure the videos stay monetized, we cannot be doing that. <laughs> so, so we <laughs> shall not. Um. But, uh, really So they're sticking at the place. They finally get like a, a a little glimpse of uh some activity. They go on and Frenchy and uh mm. Because. Oh, no, it's mother's milk. But no, uh, at one point, uh, Billy calls him MM, and yeah. I'm like, "That's the abbreviation, all right." Because mother's Milk's a long name, you say. So I'm switching it's a bit to. Of a mouthful. It. I'm yeah. switching to MM, um, not M and M, just MM. <laughs> um, so they find this this girl, um, who I, who I actually didn't know this, but when I was looking for the name, and it obviously, occurred to me that I did not really get a name, but she is credited simply in the credits to this as the female. So. Yeah,
1: uh, I I think I knew that from
0: from the first trailer they did a roll call oh did they okay so the names come yeah up. yeah uh so and she having a bit of a heart it's like hey they've got someone kidnapped in a cell here like i'm going to let her out because i'm not evil <laughs> and sure enough he does and she flies out and the, the bad guys come in and she starts gouging eyes out and just like she has super S- strength or speed or something she's got some bit of both increased abilities here i mean it's not like ridiculous i mean maybe we'll find out she does have ridiculous strength and stuff but at least here i'd maybe put it in the same power as like spider-man strength and speed it is worth noting though she's
1: probably pretty malnourished here so oh true, that yeah. might, might factor into it
0: yeah maybe she'll be an absolute beast when she's uh you know had some food had had some sleep you know yeah once she's a proper spice girl right <laughs> when she's a proper space girl I uh, we'll explain that in a bit um so she runs off, and once Billy shows up, like, okay, we have to deal with this. We have to find her first, uh, before because A Train's going to be looking for. Because A Train like you know, stumbles onto the area, and he's like, wait, shit, my. And there's a speculation, uh, from them that they're also using her to, like, test the compound V. My first thought was actually that, this, that it was coming from her. That was, I did too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking though that they're taking her blood and that that's like a key ingredient in it or whatever. That that was my first thought as well because why would
1: they be keeping her under guard otherwise? I mean, test sure, but that seems pretty unsafe. Given, given that the fact they're having to keep her under lock and key for
0: their own safety. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe it's just testing. But if if it t- turns out that it's coming from hardland, I'm taking we're taking points for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're looking around. They don't really find anything. But friend, she kind of figures out where they're going because she goes to goes to like a nail salon at one point. Um, and yeah, and and they
1: kind of recognize her. Yeah, yeah. A little bit like yeah.
0: Not not like they know her really well, but they've seen her before. Uh and they head over to uh the train station because they think she's going to be trying to go back, back home. Yeah, Frenchy's Frenchie's kind of putting it together. So and Frenchie, you know, has a whole thing where he finds her, but instead of using the, the they've got like a gas grenade that they've they've specifically got to knock her out, some sort of Yeah, he he's gone and got from a from an ex girlfriend. Well I think it's the same girlfriend as the first episode, right? That was in the Uh you could be right. Yeah. I think it's the same one. Um and she's like, You're gonna come and see me soon, I miss you and then makes it very clear that if he doesn't, she's gonna like cut off his dick <laughs> or something to that effect. Yep. Um she's scary, scary lady. But you know, Frenchie tries to like, hey, I don't want to hurt you, I want to help, um, we can help you. Um and he's kinda of making some headway, but she does ultimately kinda of run away. And uh, you know they end up with a bit of chase scene throughout the thing. A train shows up and snatches her and he like very violently is beating her up. He's like smacking her head against the wall at super speed. This was very uncomfortable, actually. I mean, yeah. we we know she's got super strength and stuff, but it was still very. This is still a very. Yeah, I mean, he's not a, a huge. I mean, he's a, he's a big enough fella, again, you know, and she's a pretty small girl. It, it's the um. It's just the visual of a man taking a woman's head and beating it against. Her. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it was beat, if it was another guy's head that he was bashing against the wall, it'd still be quite vicious. But you know, there's there's the extra little layer to it when it's there is yeah when it's man-on-woman violence and um and frenchy is told we have to leave you know billy's like you have to leave us you know she's screwed we can't take care of a but he he has a smart you know idea where he's like hey everyone a here and because the crowd everyone shows runs up over for the selfies yeah a kind of preoccupied and they have to go after her themselves yeah. and Frenchie tries to talk to her again unfortunately it does not work um no. it, again it's kind of making some headway but she ultimately kind of freaks out and they have to use the grenade uh and they so they've got her they've got her and we'll see how that goes now obviously she's on the poster, so i'm expecting she will be a full-on space girl and we'll get and we'll, and we'll at this point talk about why that's a, a sentence um yeah. because i actually my favorite callback to that speech was actually when french Turner says but what if she's a space girl i yeah, love that line because it was like hey she could be one of us like she could be that, an ally it,
1: it it was that and then combined with you know when when she's clearly uh attacking him uh yeah but she's going she ain't no spice girl. <laughs> She's still. She's going to be a space girl. Just oh, it. she so is. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, th- those two lines were great. Yeah, Billy's whole thing is um, when Frenchie and MM are fighting. Yeah, we get some more details of Mallory what before Mallory. Yeah. Uh, so Frenchie has a habit of going off book. It seems. Yes. <laughs> he, uh he cannot stick to the plan, which is you know why he does not want to uh, work with them. And Mallory was their their handler.
0: Yeah, she was in charge, and she had grandkids that got killed because he went off book. Yeah, and um, Frenchy seems pretty, you know, pretty apologetic.
1: It wasn't like he did anything on purpose. Yeah, it sounds. wasn't
0: malicious, but it seems like he was—he thought he was doing the right thing, but it led to you know these deaths.
1: Yeah, and and MM's like, no, no, no. This is why there's a you know a chain of command. Why there's someone above us who's calling the shots because they might know better than
0: we do in the moment. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're ready to like, give up and walk in separate directions and Billy's like, come back here what's what, what sporty space doing? What about ginger space? Sodal, right? And he goes to all five space girls and he's like, "See, so here's the thing, not even on page six of the Daily Mail, I guess that proves that he's meant to be British actually, because he says Daily Mail. No, he, and the fact that he knows this much about the Spice Girls. I'm sure the Spice Girls were big in New Zealand.
1: I mean... Maybe, but I don't know if they <laughs> were sure.
0: that big in New Zealand. <laughs> I'm sure they were big in New Zealand. Anyway, yeah, because we know we both know a lot about the Spice Girls. I know a reasonable amount about the spice,
1: spice Girls. Hey, I
0: I love the Spice Girls as a kid. Don't get me wrong. I well, I don't. I couldn't. have told you that Victoria Beckham's got a clothing line for anorexics. I I didn't know that i mean i probably could have guessed to be honest with you Uh, Although oh uh, saying that out loud i'm assuming he's just joking because it's for really skinny people not that it's actually literally for anorexics (laughs) wait did you take it seriously at the moment (laughs) i think in the moment i thought it was like a weird like quirky rich person i'm going to do this for anorexics (laughs) you know you know how like in the office when michael wants to do like a fundraiser for uh rabies even though it's something we can cure just go and get a shot
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, uh, I think to be fair, and and the uh, I can't remember which ones it was now, but you was talking about you know, the, the 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 whole you know sex blackmail thing between two of them. I knew about that because that's been in the papers over the last like two years.
0: Oh yeah, I think it was Sporty Space
1: has got the uh, the sex tape. I think they said. Yeah, with with uh, but but she oh, keeps going. Space, oh, yeah. know. Me and one of the other ones had a whole thing, and the other ones like, no, we didn't. There was nothing.
0: I I you know I love how I can name not their actual names but I can give you their their character names for all the space girls just because they were that big at one point. Yeah, that... posh, sporty, ginger, scary, baby. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think. For, I can't look there. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's all of them. Oh wait, anyway, so yeah, he's like, see, individually, no one knows who they are, what they're doing. No one cares. They're shit but you put them together and they're the and Space Girls. Like, that's really important. Like, that's a big deal. Like, he could have picked so many bands for this. He could have picked so many bands. He could have picked... Um, who else is the team? He, he could have picked uh, the, the Ninja Turtles. I don't know. He could have picked so many groups.
1: I feel I feel No, like staying on the, the, the British, you could have done, like, a, you know...
0: Take That. But there's only one that you know about outside of Take That, right? True. Which may have been... Uh, important if there had been a member of their group that was separate but were doing really well.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if there was one of them that was still like, hey, you know, you still know who that one is.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the speech is great, though, and I love how afterwards, like, he gives the shittiest pep talks. He really does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this was, a, this was a great, like, two minutes of the episode.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, this was a... <laughs> we're all shit individually but you put us together then we're the effing space girls that is and again i love the call back later because it makes it very clear that when he says maybe she's a space girl it's like hey she can be one of us maybe we'll yeah. be stronger with her on our side yeah um and meanwhile though there's another plot here because um huey gets a call from from uh, annie and Billy's like, "Oh, who's that then?" And he makes him fuck over his phone, and he's like, "Oh, it's Starlight." Well, so he's, you better bloody phone her back. Yeah, here's what you're gonna do: you're gonna uh, clone her, her phone signal so we can we can hear everything she's saying. And he's and uh, as expected, Huey's like, "Hey, she's a good person." And Billy, of course, is like, "She's a soups, She's just like the rest of them." You know, he's you know it comes off as a very. Uh, You know, very bigoted comment. It's like, no, just because she has powers, she's one of them, and that's the end of it. There's no... And that's something, presumably, that Billy's going to have to learn to, you know, be okay with over time. Um, Hmm. And so here he goes on this date, and they go bowling. Um, You know, classic date, you know, casual date scenario. Yeah, a lot of fun banter between them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're they're joking about, you know, high school and, and whatever, and she's doing really shit. And you know, I kind and Huey gets some points here because Huey's like, "Hey, like you've got you you said you've bowled before, you've got superpowers, and yet you're doing terrible. Like, don't worry about bruising my ego. Show me what you've got. I want to see how good you actually are."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then dear. she slams the ball down the alley and, and gets a strike. All. Yeah. And well, see, no, that night because it wasn't really a strike, was it? Because it was a second throw, so technically it was a spare, even if she hit all of them. The skill's still a strike. Like the, the skill, I, I mean, I the point sure, is
0: but, completely the same. But but technically, still only a spare. Oh, yes, this is why you're such a pedantic prick. You know that, like it doesn't I, I, matter. I but as soon
1: as as soon as it popped, she said it. It popped, and I was like, that's no, not. I can't help myself."
0: No, I, I like this a lot because the the two of these characters have a lot of chemistry, and I think this scene worked wonders. All, all these scenes because it was kind of split up over the episode, but yeah, all these scenes worked really well in kind of showing the chemistry because she's like, you know, uh, like, you know, what one of them says it? But they're talking about, um, she's bringing up her, oh, you know, like, it's strange, you know, like, this guy never talked to me again um, because I beat up this guy that was, which funnily enough, if I hadn't made the Buffy versus Boar, this is actually, what she describes here is an exact moment in the hit television show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In the episode Halloween, in season two, Xander is getting beat up by Larry. And Buffy comes over and, you know, grabs Larry's arm, puts it up his back, and, like, tells him to beat it. And then Xana gets pissed because she's emasculated him. And this was exactly what she describes. <laughs> Connor's swinging booze right out the bottle for the audio listeners right now. Well,
1: that was too many Buffy references. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Need something
0: to get me through it. That made me think of it immediately, though. I just thought of that scene. Um,. <sighs> And, you know, he's like, no, I don't care if you beat me at bowling or you beat me at, like, anything. Like, because cause that's what she says. She says, you know, does it not bother you that I could literally, you know, wipe, you, like, wipe the floor with you at almost anything? And he's like, nah, not really. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and, yeah. and basically what Huey is, Huey's, like, not succumbed to toxic masculinity, but he just doesn't give a shit. So it makes him more likable, for a start. Um, yeah, and makes her like him more it makes her like him more the chemistry is kind of clicking in all faces here but what I like about the moment where he does clone the phone is I like that his motivation is because he's kind of freaking out through the episode at little moments where he looks over and because there's like a loud bang at one point because someone gets a strike and he, it reminds him of the explosion and he's like kind of freaking yeah. out uh, he also asks about translation at one point and she mentions that well I didn't really respect privacy because she'd obviously seen him be naked in the in the bathroom uh, but he wasn't the worst of them and he did have a kid. And you know, hearing that he had a kid, Huey's like, Oh shit, like, you know, yeah. There was other facets to this person that I've just kinda of wiped wiped out off the face of the earth. Uh, maybe for the wrong reasons. You and, and I think part of this journey for Huey is maybe learning that it shouldn't be about vengeance. Like he wants to do something, he wants to make things right, but maybe it shouldn't be about strictly just getting back at them.
1: Yeah, definitely, which is kinda of what uh, Mother's Milk was kinda of trying to tell him uh, you know, in the van last episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I loved that the moment of motivation for him to actually pull out the device and do the thing with the phone, is actually seeing uh, Robin. To like you know, he sees his dead girlfriend, and it's like, and he it, feels guilty that he's getting so close to this girl already. Yeah, and it's almost like a reaction to, of like him because of his guilt, reminding himself of you know why he's supposed to be doing this. You know, from Billy's perspective, like what this is supposed to be about. So he does it in a moment for himself to take away that guilt because this is what it's. Even though he clearly has chemistry with with Annie, he's they're clearly falling for each other, yeah. You know it. So good stuff. That's what really solid episode. I, I thought all the plots, uh, really, really clicked. Um, everything felt it was important. Not, not, not once. I mean, obviously, the deep stuff was really just comic relief for the most part. Although I'm sure his feelings are going to be relevant to a decision he'll make. Yeah, later I feel on. like
1: at some point this is gonna have. A, yeah, have the, a purpose.
0: the fact he feels this way will make this give this subplot the purpose. Is this where he's his character is? But.
1: Sure. I, th- I would just like to acknowledge the amount of effort I had to to, to say there to use the word purpose and not porpoise. When <laughs> talking about the deep, I just want to acknowledge the self restraint that I took.
0: It almost sounds like you're in an accent if you say that, though. when you say purposic. Like, he's got a porpoise, you know. <laughs> it, do- it does. It's kind of New Jersey, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, all the plots felt like they had had you know were entertaining but they all felt important for yeah. advancing characters or the plot of the show a
1: little bit of foreshadowing as well for what i assume is next episode um cuz based off of you know before we got the little tease for the race and then okay the next episode we got the race sure uh this episode on the screen we got the uh you know the the Jesus festival that that Annie's speaking of oh sure yeah i'm sure we'll get that you're right you're right i'm uh, pretty sure you know cuz it felt very similar to to the setup for the race yeah
0: i mean I think the reason why I'm pointing out though that all the plots in this, because there was like four plots that we talked us through there, and all of them were entertaining, all of them felt they deserved the time they got, is that so often we'll watch a show that we, we quite like for the most part, but there'll be the one or two plots in an episode that just feel like they're, they're there, they're not as good. I, even more so, we feel it in like a full hour long episode. yeah. So credit to this show for everything feel, and I think maybe this is part of like having someone like Eric Kripke who's done a lot of TV in the past, knowing how to like format, even if it is a longer episode than what he's because you know he's done typically done network stuff. Yeah, but, he's typically been doing forty minutes. But he, he just his knowledge of how to actually make the episodes feel like you know important chapters, you know one after the other, is uh, helping the show it a lot. So uh, yeah, because uh, I
1: think this is the best episode yet. I think it's the most consistent. I think I've. Uh, you know, all the because it was very separate in sense that we had kind of like four plots going. All of them were very enjoyable uh, and tonally very different. But yeah, it, I think never the,
0: felt. I never felt whiplash. I think that's the only impressive part is that all four of them were enjoyable in completely different ways. So it felt like variety as well on top of everything else. Like yeah. So the deep was the the dark humor, which was really funny. Um, the, the the Homelander stuff was the really dark and serious plot advancement and stuff for his character, and mm. then. We had Huey and Annie, which had a lot of heartfelt stuff where you really liked the characters, which was kind of you know, like yeah. heartwarming and kind of bittersweet when he did do the, the bad thing, because you know she's going to be yeah. upset, about this when she eventually oh, finds definitely. out. Oh, definitely, yeah. And then, yeah, the main plot with the boys themselves, which had a lot of character building for them, and obviously the introduction of this new character, and that had a mixture of some humour, but also some actual other stuff. So, yeah, uh,
1: I, I think that's why this hour went in so fast because all of it felt, you know, all of it felt
0: different, uh, jumping between all of them. But no it did absolutely did so um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll be on an upswing continuously maybe this is a show that is literally finding its feet as we go we've um, seen it a lot of times before but the thing is is it started off at such a high bar that it's actually really impressive that it's doing that so yeah. uh, no uh, The Boys is a very good and that is episode 4 that is us halfway through the season we will have the next episode for you the day after tomorrow so look forward to that. Um, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all the usual things. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzzTV uh, where you can support us for as little as $1 per month. You get bonuses, you get exclusives, you get some uh, stuff early and some other things here for that $1 per month. But of course there is higher tiers as $5, $10 and so on. And you get other things in the like voting rights and, and so on and so on. Uh, so go have a look at all that stuff um, there's also a handy list of all the shows We have and all the audio feeds that go along with those shows and the open post at patreon uh, Which everyone can see you don't have to be a patron to see that And uh, you can check out all the other stuff we do if you're on the audio feed for this Which is our almost cancelled TV reviews audio feed um, we also have a Netflix originals reviews audio feed Which you can check out which has all the Netflix original reviews we do. We don't have one for Amazon Specifically maybe one day if we end up doing enough Amazon shows consistently Maybe it'll be worth setting on a, a specific Amazon feed up right now. It's on this feed um, yeah, so Amazon be... shows have been
1: kind of sporadic here or there. I mean, w- weirdly, we've had you know two back to back right now, but this is
0: the exception. yes yeah, so this is the exception so far. But if they get, keep going quick enough, maybe we'll get to a point where it's worth doing. um yeah. But anyway, uh so yeah, check out other things we're doing. We're re- obviously, we're still reviewing one per week of Tool to Die Young. um We got a bunch of Netflix shows coming up very soon and uh, we're nearing the end of season three of Handmaid's Tale. So, you know, check out some of the other shows we're doing um, and some of the other shows we have. So, uh, otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?